Chattagories, your weekly categorized chat cast. I'm Jason, and I'm joined by our co-host, Mikey. How's it going? Great, man. I'm glad we finally got to this one. Whew, it's his long Me time coming. Too. Holy crap, it took forever. Uh, it's been, what, three weeks? Yeah, at least Two three weeks, weeks, something like that? And I just got the other episodes uploaded in just the last few days, so... We're going to try to wrap this season up, but holy cow, is it taking a while. But that's okay, because we're here tonight. Um, now, if the listener noticed uh, on the intro, I said our co-host, uh, Mark is not with us tonight. He's got a very special occasion going on in his family tonight. It's his wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Kaylee. Uh, so, Happy birthday, Kaylee. Uh, he's not with us tonight, but he's done us an awesome thing by recording his segments ahead of time. So thanks to Mark for doing that. Uh, you'll hear his comments interlaced with ours. So if we don't sound like we're collaborating a lot in terms of us discussing his topics, it's because he's not here. But that's okay. We're going to pursue on with our category and uh, make the best of it. So uh, let's see. Presidents, uh, this was your week, right, Mikey? Correct. So you get to go first. Woohoo. All right. My category tonight was history. And my topic was top three presidents based on your own opinions, based on just whatever you wanted to base it on. Okay. I picked this because history was always one of my favorite, more favorable subjects in school. I always liked it. I always enjoyed learning about our history, and especially the government standpoint, whether it's local municipalities, um, state government, federal government, things of that nature. So as soon as I got this topic, I was really, really excited and eager to get it started. This has been the longest three weeks to get this going. I really wanted to do this. I was really excited about it. My number three president is Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president of the United States. He served from February 12th, or he was born February 12th, 1809, and he, was, he died April 15th, 1865. He served from, as president from March of 1891 until his assassination in April 1865. Lincoln led the United States through its civil war, the bloodiest war and its greatest morale, constitutional, and political crisis in history. In doing so, he preserved the Union, abolished slavery, strengthened the federal government, and modernized the economy. He uh, was raised in a very poor family on the western frontier. Lincoln was a self-educated lawyer in Illinois. He was a Whig party leader. That party does, is not around anymore. State legislator during the, 19th, or during the 1830s and was a one-term member of the Congress during the, the, during the 1840s. He promoted rapid modernization of the economy through banks, canals, railroads, and tariffs to encourage the building of factories. He opposed the war with Mexico in 1846. After a series of highly publicized debates in 1858 in which Lincoln outspoke, outspoke against the expansion of slavery, he lost the U.S. Senate rate to his arch-rival Democrat Stephen A. Douglas. Lincoln, he was a moderate from a swing state. He secured the Republican Party presidential nomination in 1860 with very little support in the slave states. Lincoln swept the North and was elected president in 1860. His election prompted seven southern states to form the Confederacy by February 1862. No compromise or reconciliation was found regarding slavery. Okay, One of my favorite quotes from his was, for Abraham Lincoln, was, We the people are the rightful 
masters of both Congress and the courts, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. Now, he, he was um, age 56 when he d died. He was a, a lawyer and a politician. John Wilkes Booth was a well-known actor and a Confederate spy from Maryland. I did not know he was an actor until I actually started doing research for this topic. Are you still I, there? Yeah, I'm here. I didn't know he was an actor. Me neither. I just learned. I learned that a couple of days ago, whenever I was researching this. What an odd coincidence that he'd get assassinated at a theater, being the actor that he was. Exactly. And technically, he never joined the Confederate Army. He was just a spy for them. He had contacts with the Confederate Secret Service. Ah, very cool. I did not know that. In 1864, in 1864, Booth formulated a plan to kidnap Lincoln in exchange for the re release of the Confederate prisoners. After attending an April 11th speech, which Lincoln promoted voting rights for blacks, Booth changed his plans and, be and became determined to assassinate the president. Learning that the president, first lady, and head of Union General Ulysses S. Grant would be attending Ford's theater, Booth formulated a plan with co-conspirators to assassinate Vice President Andrew Johnson, Secretary of State William H. Seward, and General Grant without his main bodyguard, Ward Hill Lamon. Lincoln left to attend the play Our American Cousin on April 14th. Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, along with his wife, chose at the last minute to travel to Philadelphia instead of attending the play. Yeah. Lincoln's bodyguard actually left the theater during intermission. He went he went to join Lincoln's coach Lincoln's coachman for drinks at the Star Saloon next door. Oh jeez. He was now he was now unguarded and sat in the state box in the balcony. Booth Chris, Booth saw the opportunity and decided to creep up there and he aimed the pistol at the back of Lincoln's head and fired point blank range. Lincoln was um or the Booth was on the run for ten days. He was tracked down and found on a farm in Virginia, some 70 miles south of Washington, D.C. After a brief a brief fight with Union troops, Booth was killed by Sergeant Boston Corbett on April 26. There was an army surgeon at the theater, and he immediately assisted the president. But he, once he got there, the president was unresponsive and barely breathing. They really, his he remained in a coma for nine hours, and he eventually was pronounced dead at 7:22 on April 15th. So. One thing I liked about him, why he was one of my favorite um, presidents, was because of how he was so. De I watched. I've, I've seen his new movie. I believe it's called Lincoln, and it showed how so determined he was to get rid of slavery. He knew it was just morally wrong. He knew that most people. Were, he knew that everyone was created equal, and he, come hell or high water, that was the last thing he was going to do was free the slaves one way or the other. And he really fought about it because he really, on one side of him, he felt like the federal government was overstepping. It's boundaries because he believed, he was a very strong states right man. He believed that states had the right to choose on a lot of things, but he felt like he wouldn't be a decent human being if he didn't step in and stop slavery because he knew that it was just morally wrong. Right. So that that right there is what made him my number three president. Good choice. I I, I really like Lincoln. He he had a cool beard, a really nice hat. <laughs> um, like you said when you said when you said movie, I thought. Was he talking about the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? Is that what he's talking about, or the the Zombie Slayer, whatever that? Oh was. no, that movie that movie was awful. I hated that movie. I hadn't even seen it. it. Was it was pretty bad? Oh yeah, I watched about thirty minutes. And I turned it off. It was so stupid. Oh jeez. Okay, very good pick. Uh, 
you'll hear about Lincoln again here in just a little bit, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about my number three, who is our Alrighty. very first president, George Washington. Uh, born on February 22nd, 1732. Whew, the U.S. has been around for a while. He was the first president of the United States. Uh, before that, he served as commander-in-chief of the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War. Uh, he served as president from 1789 to 1797. Now, you notice in those years, he actually set a, a number of precedents for other presidents to follow, including the two-term max, uh, a cabinet system, and the inaugural address. Um, he was opposed to partisanship, uh, that is, choosing one party over the other, which I strongly agree with, actually. I hate partisanship. Sectionalism and involvement in foreign wars. Owned tobacco plantations and slaves. He actually did own slaves. Uh, however... And he did really some, he did something really neat, and I didn't know this until I did more research on him. Um, he had actually gotten sick, uh, and then he uh, was basically bedridden for a number of days, and they finally died. Well, they uh, in his final will, he freed all of his slaves. I also heard that he paid his slaves as well. Oh, did he now? That's great. I mean, hey. I don't know how true that is, but that's just, that's just what I heard. I mean, you think about I mean, let, let's, let's make something very clear. Slavery is definitely wrong, wrong, and wrong. So, uh, I agree. If, if we hadn't made, stated that enough, it's definitely wrong. But, I mean, you think about it back in the 1700s, uh, that must have been a huge... Uh, I mean, imagine being a slave at that time, which, first off, would probably be pretty ridiculously hard. Uh, but then when your master dies, he frees you automatically. So that that was a heck of a pat on the back right there. Um, definitely, cha oh, yeah. definitely changed the lives of those slaves forever. So good for him for doing that. Um the uh, U.S. Congress actually voted to pay George Washington. Uh, guess how much they voted to pay him for his presidential per year? Um, or you have it in your I notes. couldn't be. <laughs> I couldn't even begin to tell take you. Take a guess. Take a guess. Thousand dollars. No, 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 not quite that low. Uh, but yeah, good guess. You got the right mindset. It wasn't. It didn't. It doesn't seem like much today. Uh, they voted to pay him twenty-five thousand a year. Uh, really? Yeah, which I'm pretty sure you and I both do you know what? Do that. you know what? <laughs> right. Do you know what that is in today's terms with inflation and everything? I should have done do you that. Have that. I should have done that. I did not, but I'd love to check it out. Um, which, again, at the time, in, in our day and age, it doesn't seem like much. But in 1789, that was a good chunk of money. However, George Washington initially declined the money. And this is one of the core principles of the presidency that all presidents should keep in mind when serving our country. He valued his image as a selfless public servant. Selfless. That is, he's not in it for the money. He's not in for it for the protection or the luxury. Uh, granted, I say luxury as a president, and you look at presidents when they come out of term, usually their hair turns white and they're a bit older. It is a hard job, but sometimes it seems that the presidency is kind of more of a, a kingship in a way in terms of his royal lavishness. But I, I really liked George Washington's stand on the fact that he's just a public servant serving his country. Uh, exactly. However, he eventually went ahead and took it, though, to avoid the position as being seen as only obtainable by the rich. Now, that was a good point, too. Um, if he had not taken the money and all the other presidents after him didn't take the money, or um, <coughs> then the only way you could get into that position is by somebody who was rich. That way they could serve the country and still have substantial wealth to live on their own. So, 
he, 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 I'm glad he did it the way he did. He set a number of precedents, um, and he did a really good job serving our country, and that's why he's my number three. So, that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Mark, and we're going to listen to what he has to say about his number three. All right, for my number three favorite president of the United States, it goes to Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson served from 1801 to 1809, being the third president of the United States of America. Jefferson was a founding father who fought for democracy for the American people. His achievements include cutting down on expenses. He thought America should be run as cheaply as possible, an ideal that has since been lost in our country. He succeeded in doubling the size of our country in its purchase of the Louisiana Territory from France. Suckers. Just kidding. French people are cool. We. He also sent the Lewis and Clark expedition to explore this new territory. He was a a principal author in the in the Declaration of Independence, in which our country is founded upon, and that makes him one of our best and greatest presidents. A fun fact about Jefferson is that he could actually speak five different languages, his primary being American, in case you were wondering. Jefferson ended his term by stepping down as president, believing that no one should run for more than two terms for democracy to be sustained in the land of the free. And that makes him my number three president. All right, that was pretty good, Mark. Um, that was great. <laughs> nice one. I liked it. All right, Mikey, it's on to you. All righty. My number two president is Ronald Reagan. Woo! Ronald Wilson Reagan. Um, one of his quotes was, Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for some, for them to do the same. Okay. Awesome. He was born February 6th, 1911, and he passed on June 5th, 2004. He was an American actor and politician. He was the 40th president of the United States. He served from 81 to 89. Prior to his presidency, he served as the 33rd governor of California from 67 to 75. His vice president, which everyone should know, is George H.W. Bush. Oh, I didn't know that. He was, he was preceded by Jimmy Carter, and he was succeeded by George H.W. Bush. Yep, he was, um, like I said, he was the 33rd governor of California. He was preceded by Pat Brown and succeeded by Jerry Brown. He died at age 93 in Bel in Bel Air, Los Angeles, California. Okay, he his resting place is at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. He was a uh, Democrat until 1962, and then he turned Republican after 1962. Oh wow! Yep, he's one of the he's actually one of the few to actually change parties, and his whole career did not go down the drain with him. I've never heard of a political figure. Doing that, but uh, I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I've just never heard of it till now. That's awesome. Right. Yep. He also served in the United States Army from 1937 to 1945. He ranked as a captain, and his unit was the U.S. Army Air Forces, which 
that kind of threw me off too. But I later found out that he was just, you know, on the air side of the army, basically. I see. He was like the Air Force light, so to speak. Oh, okay, gotcha. He was born in Illinois, and he was educated at Eureka College, earning a Bachelor of Arts degree in economics and sociology. After graduating, he moved to Iowa to work as a radio broadcaster, and then in 1937, he moved to Los Angeles to begin a career as an actor, first in some small films and later television. Some of his most notable films include Newt, Rocaine, All-American, King's Row, and Bedtime for Bonzo. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these either, yeah. but they're all from the, they're all from the 40s, so I mean, would you expect, would you expect me to know those anyhow? I, I, I know I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> exactly. Reagan served as the president of the Screen Actor Guilds Award and later as a spokesman for General Electric, GE. Oh, wow. His, yep. He's, he was kind of all over the board, which is kind of surprising. That is his start, His start in politics occurred during his work for GE. Originally, he was a member of the Democratic Party, but due to the party's shifting platform during the 50s, he switched to the Republican Party in 1962. After delivering a speech in support of Barry Goldwater's presidential candidate candidacy in 64, he was pursued to seek the California govern governorship. He won two years later, and then again he won again in 1970. He was defeated in his run for the Republican presidential nomination in 68 and then again in 76, but he later won the nomination and general election in 1980. He defeated incumbent President Jimmy Carter. Wow. As Pragan, as Pragan, as ah. President Reagan implemented sweeping new political and economic initiatives, his supply-side economic policies dubbed Reaganomics. Advocate, he advocated reducing tax rates and to spur economic growth, controlling the money supply to reduce inflation, deregulation of the economy, and reduce government spending. In his first term, he survived an assassination attempt. I don't know if you knew that or not. I think I did come across that in my studies for one of my other presidents, yeah. He was re-elected in a landslide in 1984, proclaiming that it was morning in America. His second term was primarily marked by foreign matters such as the end of the Cold War, the gradual deterioration of the Soviet government apparatus, the anti-communist revolution of 89, the 1986 bombing of Libya, and the revelation of the Iran-Contra affair. He publicly described the Soviet Union as an evil empire. He supported anti-communist movements worldwide and spent his first term foregoing the strategy of Dente in favor of communist rollback by ordering a military buildup in the arms race with the USSR. He subsequently negotiated with Soviet General Secretary Mikhail Gorbachev, which in return it brought the INF Treaty and the decrease of both countries' nuclear arsenals, the fall of the Berlin Wall and the dissolution of the Soviet Union occurred afterward. He left office in 89. In 1994, the former president dis dis disclosed that he has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease early in the year. He died 10 years later at the age of 93. A conservative icon, he ranks highly in public opinion polls of U.S. presidents and is credited for generating an ideological renaissance of the American political right wing or conservative or, you know, that's what they're called. Gotcha. He and he is my number two president because he still, even after getting a uh, assassination attempt, he was still for the Second Amendment. There he you didn't go. completely change his swift. Now I'm for you know some, I'm for background checks and training and screening on before everyone has a gun. I mean I agree with that 100%. But I'm not for 
large-scale bans on weapons. I think the Constitution granted the right for us to keep and bear arms. There you go. But that's neither here nor there. All right, and he is my number two president. Awesome. Good choice. Uh, yeah, I definitely have my bear arms hanging off the wall here. No, I'm just kidding. Literal bear arms. Uh, <laughs> no, the uh, didn't Reagan – was it Reagan or Carter that did a lot of the stuff for, like, home, uh, Habitat for Humanity? Was it Carter? You know, I'm not really sh- – I can't I remember. It's think one of those it was two. Carter. I it think may, it was Carter. I think I get those two confused, but uh, you said Reaganomics. And that actually spawned something in my head. I'll have to go find a YouTube clip of it. Uh, there was a uh, one of those Robot Chicken episodes. I think uh, one of the characters said it, and I never understood it till now. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Now i got to oh, look yeah. it up. Uh, <laughs> pop culture references. Awesome. I liked it. Good choice. Uh, right, so my number two, I don't have a lot to say about my number two, because he was your number three, Mikey, he is Abraham Lincoln. I'm gonna Alrighty. Just, I'm just going to breeze through this, because I'm, I'm I'm pretty much sure you said uh, every single thing on this list, but here you go. Born February 12th, 1809, 16th President of the United States, who served as President from 1861 to 1845, led the U.S. through its Civil War, preserved the Union, abolished slavery, strengthened the federal government, modernized the economy. He was a lawyer, state legislator, member of Congress, and he was assassinated six days after the surrender of the Confederates by Booth, which means he did not get much time to enjoy the end of the Civil War. And that's why he's my number two, because he has a cool beard. Bazinga! <laughs> uh, no, Lincoln was great. I liked him. I liked... Uh, uh, his, he did the Gettysburg Address, right? Correct. Yeah, I liked that. That was definitely a very powerful uh, speech and definitely set a precedent in terms of where the United States need to go in terms of slavery. So there you go. That's my number two. All righty. <laughs> so, Mark, let's uh, let's uh, take a listen to – I talked to him as if he's here. Let's take a listen to Mark's number two. Okay, my number two favorite president of the United States was Theodore Roosevelt. Serving from 1901 to 1909, he was the 26th president of the United States, exactly 100 years after Jefferson. Roosevelt became the youngest president ever at the age of 42 when he was brought into office after McKinley was assassinated. I picked Roosevelt for his outlook on life and his lifestyle. He was the one who said, uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. I would have to say that Roosevelt was the manliest president of the United States that has ever served. He was a cowboy, explorer, hunter, gentleman, military man, conservationist, and president. A life well lived, I'd say. His achievements include controlling trusts to help small businesses. As a person who works for the chamber, for a chamber of commerce, Small businesses are where it's at, and you should support your small businesses in your community. He recognized, he was recognized as doing the most out of any president to save natural resources. Another quality that I believe has been lost in the U.S. He established national parks for more, and more than 125 million, 125 million acres of national forests. Thank Roosevelt the next time you breathe in fresh air. He also led the Rough Riders during the war in Cuba. A fun fact about Roosevelt. After Taft became president in 1909, Roosevelt was campaigning to reclaim his presidency in 1912. At a campaign, 
Roosevelt was actually shot in an assassination attempt. Ignoring his bullet, he delivered a 90-minute speech continuing during his campaign. A 90-minute speech with a bullet wound. And that is why Roosevelt is my number two. All right, Mark, good choice of Roosevelt. That was That's awesome. Uh, you made some very interesting uh, claims there. I like that. So, all right, Mikey, uh, let's go ahead and yep. move on to your number one. I will give you a drum roll. Drum roll, please. My number one president is John Fitzgerald Jack Kennedy. And yes, I know. And I know, I know, I am a registered Republican. My other two were Republican candidates, yada, yada, yada. And I know he was a Democrat and blah, 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 blah. He was um, born, John F. Kennedy was born May 27th, May 29th, 1917. And he passed on November 22nd, 1960. He was known by his initials, JFK. He was an American politician who served as the 35th president of the United States from January of 61 till November of 1963. He was – he did a lot of military – let's see here. His vice president was Lyndon B. Johnson. He was preceded by Dwight D. Eisenhower, and he was succeeded by D Lyndon B. Johnson, obviously, because he was assassinated while he was in office. And if the president is killed or dies, the vice president takes over. He was also a United States senator from Massachusetts. He served from January 3, 1953 to December 22, 1960. He was preceded by Henry Cabot Lodge Jr., and he was succeeded by Benjamin A. Smith II. He was also a member of the U.S. House of Representatives from Massachusetts' 11th District. He was in office from 1947 to 1953. He was preceded by James Michael Curley and succeeded by Tip O'Neill. He was born in Brookline, Massachusetts. He died at age 46 in Dallas, Texas. His resting place is Arlington National Cemetery. And like I said earlier, he was his political party was the Democrats, but he was not a liberal, so to speak. His spouse is Jackie Jackie Lynn Lebovir. He passed on four children: Arbella Kennedy, Caroline Bovier Kennedy, John Fitzgerald Kennedy Jr., and Patrick Bovier Kennedy. His alma mater was Harvard University, and he is a Roman Catholic. He served in that's right. He served in the United States Navy. He served from 41 to 45. His rank rank was a lieutenant. His unit was a motor torpedo boat PT-109, and he served in World War II. I did not know he served in World War II. Yeah, I knew he served, but uh, maybe I did. I guess I don't know. It must have. Uh, pass my mind. Okay, he has a couple quotes that I really, really like here. His one of his most famous quotes. I'm sure it's one of the very famous presidential quotes altogether. Is my fellow Americans, ask not what you what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And another one that I like a lot, which is really weird for a Republican to like this. So it says, mankind must put an end to war before war puts an end to mankind. Now, a lot of people believe that all Republicans are so are warmongers, and more times than not, most Republicans are. But I'm one of the select few who more is more of a humanitarianism. I believe that all of us were made 
in the image of God. And just because I'm American and someone else is Indian or German or this doesn't mean that makes them any less of a human being than I am. Right, absolutely. Now, the reason why I really I picked him is because the way he felt about the government's role in everyday lives. The I mean, yes, he, he was a Democrat. Dem, the, the, the Democrat Party is really – they have a lot of good foundation. It's just here in recent years they've really, really shifted towards the left. Right. Is what they're – and not, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not the big fan of calling them socialists, but that's where they're moving towards is more of that, that far left. And he was nowhere. He was more of a moderate. Today, he might even be registered as a Republican. Would, I'm would not as a moderate Republican. Would not surprise me. Just, just based on his quotes about how, you know, what, what can you do for your country, not what your country's going to do for you. Exactly. But, and his assassination was in Dallas. I have not seen that yet. My co-host Jason, he said he's seen it. Oh yeah, two times, three uh, times now. If you if you take every time I've actually been there and left the Laney Plaza, I've literally been there like five or six times. <clears throat> see, I would love, love, love to go see that. You gotta go to Dallas I wanted, next time. I know. I wanted to go last time, but I just couldn't get off for work in time. But one of the things that I really liked him is he really worked his way up through the political. He was a career politician back before everyone thought with their wallet and not with their hearts and their minds and what their representatives want them, wanted them to do. He started out in the military. A lot of politicians from back then started out in the military, and that's how they worked their way up. He started out in the military, and then he started out as a um, U.S. House of Representatives, and then he moved to, be on, to become a senator, and then he became president. So I kind of like how he kind of knows every angle of everything. I like when my president or my quote-unquote commander-in-chief has served in the military because he really knows what it's like going on in war. He's not going to be really war happy. He knows what it's like down in the trenches. He knows what it's like in the foxhole, right. so to speak. <clears throat> now, his assassination is a very, very big deal. A lot of these right-wingers, nut jobs, think it was a huge government conspiracy theory to kill him, yada, yada, yada. I don't know the evidence to say that was true or false. Just I just don't want to believe that the government's is that powerful and that strong and that corrupt to actually kill the sitting president. Because if that's the case, then I don't feel very safe as just a normal human being. <laughs> right. Um, they later concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone assassin. The FBI and the Warren Commission officially conducted or con concluded that. Yep. The United States House Select Committee on Assassinations agreed with the conclusion that Oswald fired the shots. Oswald fired the shots that killed the president. But they also concluded that Kennedy was probably assassinated as a result of a conspiracy. Yep. They really didn't say a whole lot. I really haven't found oh. what the conspiracy was. I've heard one that's real famous is he wanted to make United States Mint that was backed by the federal government, not by the Federal Reserve. Mm. The Federal Reserve is a privatized bank. It's a business. They make money. They make their money by loaning the money to the federal government. He was in the idea of why can't the federal government just make the money? There'd be no inflation. There'd be no taxes. There'd be nothing like that because the way it's set up now, before we even get our hands on the money, that money is already – we're already in debt to someone else because of that money. Right. He said – basically he just said let's just let, – let's let the government hash it out, get rid of the, the Federal Reserve or make it a, a, a government wing. So to speak. Right. But there's that, and then there's several other conspiracies that I'm not real familiar with. I like to think about conspiracies, 
but they also kind of scare me if I think too much about them because there's a lot of overwhelming evidence in both ways that can kind of just kind of creep me out. Absolutely. But anyways, that's what he's my number one president because of the way he worked his way up through the military, through his congressional career, through the House of Reps, and then the Senate, and then he became president. And I liked a lot of his foreign policy. Yes. And then there, and then there's more conspiracies there saying the whole Cuban Missile Crisis wasn't really true and yada, yada, yada. I don't have time to talk about all that. I I don't know. I like talking about him, but it's it's kind of well, a waste of my that, breath because I don't I don't want to I don't want to believe a lot of it. Well, that's okay. That, that's perfectly fine. Excellent choice. And I have to tell you, my number one is President JFK. <laughs> Boom. So I'll help you fill in the gaps, which you did a very yeah. good job presenting a lot of the same information that I did. Um, I had to step away for just a second earlier, so I'm just going to recap on this. Born May 29th, 1917, 35th president of the United States, served as president from 1961 to 1963. Like you said, he fought in World War II, served in the House of Representatives as a Democrat and in the Senate. Uh, did you mention that he was also the youngest ever elected president? No, I had that written down, but I crossed it out because I figured most people would already know that. Well, so. he was a pretty, uh, yes. he was a pretty uh, young, youthful guy for sure at the age forty-three. I mean, yep. there was even you know sp- uh, conspiracy theories about uh, his relationship, like potential relationship with like Marilyn Monroe, and uh, you know, right. How, and I also heard he cheated with a lot more than just her. Oh yeah, he, just because but he was that's a, neither he was, here nor there. Yeah, just because he was a happy married Catholic doesn't mean he wasn't a very good Catholic. But whatever, God can exactly. God can sort him out. So. Uh, <laughs> he was actually uh, yeah. the youngest president ever elected at age 43. Um, again, he, he was the only Catholic president ever to be elected, um, and he's the only one to ever have won a Pulitzer Prize. Um, like you mentioned briefly earlier, he was involved in the Cuban Missile Crisis, which, to give you a quick recap of what that was, essentially, uh, in terms of like an arms race within, during the Cold War, uh, Russia had talked to uh, the leader in Cuba. Uh, what's his name? Castro. Yeah, it was Castro, I think, right? Um, yeah. To to restore some of their missiles in Cuba, which, if you don't know where Cuba's at, it's it's less than like two hundred miles away from the coast of Florida. I mean, it's pretty darn close. It's within missile distance. So, to to find out that potentially there are missiles in Cuba that could easily hit the United States was a big scare uh, for U.S., and so it was, It was. we were on the edge of nuclear war, and I think kids these days, even hearing that in history class, don't understand the full grasp of that. Um, you know, if they, Russia were to launch missiles from Cuba uh, that close to the U.S., I mean, it would have just kicked off World War III. It was very intense there for quite a while, and JFK was a good person to have in that position because we were able to defuse it. Yeah. Anyway, get a strong backbone. Get on Wikipedia if you want to find out more. There's tons of stuff on that. Uh, one of my things that I really liked him for, and I don't think Mikey mentioned this, but I had to pull up a quote on it. I, I loved his involvement with the space race, with the Apollo program. I was I, gonna, I was gonna bring that up, but I had a weird feeling that you were gonna bring that up, so I, I crossed it out of my notes. But yes, I was gonna bring it up. Good choice, because I'm a huge science space nerd. I have a telescope. I love looking at stars. I can put on uh, the universe, uh, uh, across the universe, or whatever that show is on Netflix, and just watch it hours on end. I'm a huge space nut. Uh, but one of his favorite quotes, one of my favorite quotes of his, um, he said at the at Rice University on September 12th, 1962, he said, "We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things 
Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. And I did a really crappy job of <laughs> speaking like <laughs> him, but I had to try. Um, yeah, so he, he was definitely in favor of putting man on the moon and even beating the Russians to land on the moon, at least people to walk on the moon, uh, which led to Neil Armstrong and Buzz, Ald- uh, Buzz Aldrin landing on the moon uh, in Apollo 11, taking the first steps on the moon, and ending the space race, essentially. We, we beat the Russians there, so on them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Russians are great, and we actually owe them a lot, too, just because right now, uh, this is a little off topic, but I gotta say it anyways, right now, uh, as many, as pretty much everybody out there should know, uh, the space shuttle program has been retired, we currently don't have a system to get up there that isn't yet privatized, uh, so right now we have to pay, like, a couple million bucks uh, every, for every astronaut we want to send into space. They send it up on a Soyuz rocket from Russia, and that's how they get to the space station. So, the Russians know their stuff. They've got a really good way to get into space right now. Better than what we do right now. Uh, although, the, the newest version of the Dragon X uh, rocket that has been used in the last mm, year or so to bring supplies to the space station, they've actually just created a model that should allow for human transportation as well. So, exciting stuff. So, anyways, back on Kennedy. Very exciting. Yeah, I, I'm, this stuff is awesome. Uh he was involved in the in the building of the Berlin Wall to some degree uh, during that time. Uh, he was also big in the African American Civil Rights Movement as well. So another person that was definitely pro uh, minority, you know, being able to have the same human rights that everybody else does. Um, like you mentioned, he was also assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald in Dallas, Texas. I've been to Delaney Plaza. Delaney Plaza. I was just there a couple weeks, about a week or so ago, um, and drove right through it. Um, if you've never been down there, it's really neat because uh, all you have to do on, is go to YouTube and pull up the Zapruder, Zapruder, it's, it's, it's like Z-A-P-R-U-T-E-R footage, and you can see that uh, the guy whose name was Zapruder, and he worked at Kodak right up the street, and he shot some of the best footage of the assassination of Kennedy. And so if you, if you review that footage, that's where a lot of conspiracy theories come from. There's been so much analysis done on that footage, it's insane. Uh, but I've actually reshot that exact same footage with a camera that I had just because that's the kind of geek I am. Um, and they actually have the spots where he got shot on white axis on the street, where he was shot precisely. Which is kind of creepy, but cool at the same time, because you're right there in history. Um, and yes, I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll, just in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> but no, there, there are a lot of conspiracy theories there. I completely agree with the one that he was the solo shooter, although it was really weird that Jack Ruby killed him like a couple days later before he got moved to the other prison, so we'll never know exactly what he would have said or thought or told anybody. Cause you, gotta, got, you, gotta tie, you gotta tie up loose ends. Yep, and apparently he did. It's weird because he had, he had really no reason to. Uh, he was like a strip club joint owner, uh, but they think he had ties to the mafia, so that's where a lot of other theories come from, is that, well, maybe he... Uh, maybe the mafia told him to off him or something. Who knows? But there's so many theories out there. You can... I got a, I got a question as to why. Yeah, exactly. The question, the best question is, why would the mafia want him out? No idea. He, he may have been, he may have been uh, putting some legislation through or pushing legislation to crack down on gangs and mafia. Who knows? There, I, I, I took a course on it in college. It was like a one week course. It was a crash course. I don't remember all the stuff out of it, but um, there's a ton of conspiracy theories out there. So. Uh, you know, don't be surprised if, who knows, aliens were involved or something. Um, 
but yeah, Delaney, hey, the alien built the pyramids. That's right, they built the pyramids, and um, yeah, they did a lot of cool things. <laughs> Just kidding, but uh, yeah. So Delaney Plaza is really cool. If you're in Dallas, go check it out. Yeah, there's a museum there. The building that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy from is now a museum, and the area, the the top floor where he shot from, has been preserved and glassed off, so you can see exactly what it looked like the day Lee Harvey Oswald killed President JFK. So definitely go check that out if you get a chance. It's well worth the visit. Um, Kennedy, just there's so much about him. He was killed ahead of his time. Who knows what else this man could have done for our country? Much like Lincoln, he could have gone on to do better, bigger and better things. But even in his short existence as president, um, he did so many awesome things for this country. And that's why he's my number one pick. Also, by the way, nice. uh, you can play as JFK in... Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, if you play the zombie mode, there's two levels you can pick from. There's like Di Kinder Token, which is like a, a mansion overrun by zombies. And the other one is you can play, actually play at, the, I think it's either at the Pentagon or in the War Room or something, and you can play as JFK killing zombies. Who doesn't like that? So I don't know. That'd be great. It's a lot of fun. You ought to check it out, Mikey. I think you'd actually, you might actually play a round of zombies. On Black Ops, with I me, might. <laughs> if you get to see, yeah, because I mean, it's him. It's him and like three other guys. It's uh, like one of his assistants, um, uh, Nixon, and uh, <laughs> the guy from Cuba. What I just mentioned his name, whatever his name is, Castro. Castro. Yeah, they're all four in this room yeah. in the zombie outbreak. So four players, four characters. So you can play as JFK, Nixon, Castro, or one of the president's assistants, or whatever. That's fun. <laughs> so again, he's my number one as well. So I think we uh, picked some good numbers nice. there, Mikey. I agree. All right, so let's take a listen to what Mark's number one is, and we'll be right back. Okay, for my number one, hands down, favorite president of the United States of America goes to Abraham Lincoln. Served from 1861 to 1865, he was the 16th president of the United States of America. He banned slavery. The Emancipation Proclamation of 1862 forbid slavery on all federal territory. This act alone makes him the number one president, because he truly sought equality for all, maybe except for women. African Americans received the right to vote in 1870, while women would have to wait for almost 50 years before they got the vote. But that's another story. I'm sure Lincoln liked women just fine. Lincoln is the best president, hands down, because he led our country against its greatest enemy it has ever faced. Itself. Lincoln kept control and became the superglue for a broken nation. And that is why... He is my number one. Very good. All right, I have two honorable mentions. Okay. All righty, are you ready? I am ready. This is my <coughs> second honorable mention. He he is my fifth favorite president, okay? All right. He is Benjamin Asher, the president off Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> He was born April 15, 1967. He was the 45th president of the United States. During his presidency, Asher suffered the devastating loss of his wife, and only 18 months later, the White House was attacked. 
I sure witnessed the, the deaths of the deaths of many American citizens, allies, and friends before the attacks were over. And though he survived, survived, he was wounded. After recovering from his wounds, Asher began the rebuilding process, determined to fight through any dangers that occur. Okay, and my number one of all time is President Fitzgerald Fitz Thomas Grant the <laughs> Third from the hit ABC series Scandal that I've watched every episode of. By the way. <laughs> He is the 44th president of the United States of America. He is Republican. Bingo. His wife is Melly Grant, and they have three children. And he has three children with her, two sons and one daughter. He is in love with Olivia Pope and had an affair with her during his presidential campaign in the first few months of his presidency. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh. His past occupation is he was the governor of California. And if you guys have not seen Scandal, you guys are missing out so, so, so much. I can... It is probably the best episode, the best series on TV right now. I could vouch for that. Yeah. It is very good. And I know a lot of women like it and guys aren't supposed to like it, but it is freaking amazing. I mean, everybody just wants to be Huck. That's okay. You can just idolize yourself as Huck. That's fine. Oh, yeah, Huck is a badass. Yes, he is. He's awesome. I agree. Yes. If you haven't seen it, you guys should definitely check it out. He should kill somebody, and then, like, right before he kills him, he should be like, I don't give a Huck. Bam! <laughs> well, if I ever plan on killing anyone, if that happens, I'll be sure to do that. Awesome. Well, here's the evidence. I'll get it on, I'll get it on, I'll get it on camera and send it to you. I'll just vine it. If you kill him quick enough, just, you can be able I'll to spit in eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll vine it. It's six seconds, but yeah, I know what uh, you mean. Oh, what? I thought it was eight seconds. Nope, vines are six seconds. Wow. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. We're getting off topic. Awesome. Yeah, I don't have any other honorable mentions, really. I mean, the presidents are great, for the most part. Uh, but that's, you know, I, I've got some other stuff that might lead into that, and I'll talk to you about that in just a sec, Mikey. All um, right. So, those were our top threes this week. It is now time to choose, let's see, uh, okay, it's time for me to get my next category, which means I'm either getting, I'm either getting politics, or, oh, yeah. I'm either getting politics or current events, okay, I am ready, so here I go for my random selection, politics, yes, okay, I was hoping for this one, okay, for politics, that's all, huh, yeah, I'm glad I got it. That's surprising. Yeah, I, but it, you know what? I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna do politics because I had time to think about. It. I was like, I'm getting one of these two, so I had to pick something for both of them just in case. So, right for politics for next week, next month, whenever we get a chance to record the next episode. Um, I think the topic <laughs> next year. Let's do topic of, and let let's let's make. I'm gonna I'm gonna classify it in a weird way. Not that I didn't like your honorable mentions, Mikey, but let's go with top. Three, uh, factual <laughs> or non-fictional president or political scandals. How about that? Yeah, you better throw factual in there because I could have thrown about forty-seven scandals from <laughs> uh, from scandal on there. Yeah, exactly. And I think for and I had to class. I didn't want to say just presidents, but any kind of political scandal. So you could talk about anybody from Wall, you know, from Involvement in Wall Street all the way up to Senate, uh, 
governor any kind of political scandal. Hell, it could be the mayor of a town. Okay. For all I care. So now, what a does this? What about like quote unquote conspiracies behind it? Is, is that okay as well? Uh, let's see. I didn't. I need to look up the definition of scandal. Uh, that's a good question. So let's go. Let's go by that. Scandal. According to dictionary.com, a scandal is a disgraceful or discreditable action, circumstance, etc. Um, an offense caused by a fault or misdeed, damage to reputation, public disgrace. So as long as it's a negative thing, then yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it can't be something positive to say, oh, well, it was rumored that he donated $5 million to some charitable organization or something. So that wouldn't count, but if it was something negative, then yeah, absolutely. So. Alrighty, sounds good. The more negative, the better. The juicier, the better. That's right. Uh, so, yes, top three pol- fi- uh, non-fictional political scandals. I like it, I like it. Awesome. Alright, so that is our topic for next week. Uh, any closing comments before we get off here, Mikey? Nope, not at all. Oh. Nothing really. Awesome. Okay, well, we got two more episodes left. Uh, hopefully, we'll knock those out pretty quick. And then who knows what will happen with the podcast. We've got some discussions to make, things to do. We'll see what's coming up on the horizon. I'd like to say thank you to both our co-hosts this week. And thank you, for listener, for tuning in. Next week, we will talk about top three non-fictional political scandals. Whew. If your list was different than ours, we'd like to hear about it. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful, and that's what... Uh, <laughs> whoa, not Bill Clinton, but... Uh, that's, what, that's what Bill Clinton... <laughs> that's, that's what Bill Clinton said. Monica Lewinsky. That's what Monica Lewinsky said. Uh-huh. Monica, Bill Clinton was giving it to Monica Lewinsky, giving her a mouthful. Oh, exactly. Oh, jeez. That's, you know, that's why they say Carl's Jr. is his favorite burger. You know why, right? Why is that? If it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Send us your top three items from this oh! week's category. <laughs> Categories at gmail.com. And we may just read yours next week. Happy chatting.